This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Boom Rookies. I am Matt Bungard, and alongside me, as always, Mitch Doyle. Hello. G'day, everybody. Now, before we jump into the games, uh, this was probably emergency pod worthy, but we were both busy um, when it broke. We couldn't get together to record, unfortunately. But uh, play the succession opening credits music because the Tigers have a plan. It's per- it's per- pretty perfect, right? So, like, obviously, Tim Shades is, is Logan Roy. Benji's Kendall. Yeah. Robbie's Roman. Is John Morris Shiv? I don't know because I don't think John Morris actually wanted the job in the end. Hmm. So I don't and know. Obviously, who Shiv like is. Tim Maltzen is like Connor. Is Brett Brett Kamali Shiv? Maybe he's faith in power right now. <laughs> uh, if people haven't watched Succession, this is all going to go over their heads, and it's a terrible way to start the show. But if you haven't watched Succession, that's on you because the show fucking rules. But regardless, uh, Benji Marshall and Tim Sheen's era is upon us at Tigerland. Um, so I actually fucking love this. It's <laughs> fucking great. It's the best. It's not my team, so I don't give a shit. It's, It'd be like it's if, the, if the Broncos, if the Broncos brought Wayne back with Darren Lockyer waiting in the wings for like for 2025, I would also love that because but I don't they, care about the success of the Broncos. They, the Broncos so, did want to do that with Wayne, by the way. And yes, Darren, they like, did. That is true. Ago. Never happened. Now it's more like when it first broke, I, I laughed at it. Oh, any, like, honestly, everyone has to laugh at that. I'm sure Tigers people who work at the club when they heard the idea first laughed the first time as well. Hmm. Like, you know, but like, it's one of those things. If you somehow miss this, Tim Sheens is signed for head coach for two years and then Benji's signed for five years, doing a two-year apprenticeship and then to be a head coach for three years after that. And I just, firstly, well played Tim Sheens. That is, <laughs> I mean, Littlefinger is jealous, mate. It's That's so great. He's come well, from back from England. Offered he put his hand, he's thrown his cap in. You know, thank you host. for bringing me in for this coaching search. And after a lengthy search, I've decided the best person for the job is myself. Yeah, I'll be giving it's myself like, a pay rise. You thank know, you. sometimes when you're like a barber or something, there's like an old man who's working there. So, oh, that's just my, you know, he just he just you know, sweeps the hair. He just wants to you know work and be busy. That was Tim Shane's a year ago at the Tigers. He's like, yeah. oh look, I just want to be busy. I'm old. I'm yeah. retired. You know? Now, now <laughs> he's now he's Joe Bailey himself. Yeah, it's at the top of the hairdressing game. It's so good. And I'm expecting him to step after a head coach, possible CEO or chairman. I wouldn't rule any of it out. That, But also the other part, like, it's it's funny, but also I can't help but cheer for Benji. Yeah, of course. Like, it's obviously, it hasn't been a great process. And if, no, like, <laughs> and, and I'm, sh- and again, I'm sure people who work at the Tigers could admit that as well, because... No, no one's going to believe you it was a good process. You sat down and you've like had some lunch with the people. People threw the idea up and then you're like... You publicly courted another guy for like three months and then put out a statement when he rejected you. Yes. And that didn't go well. And then... <laughs> but it's... The other candidates are so poor. It's like... Okay. So I guess like, you know, Benji's awesome. Benji's <laughs> like throwing... like But Benji's like throwing away a great career again for them. Yeah, like he's he's sacrificing like because he'd probably get paid more. If you were one of like the, the if you were like coach. one of the fifteen ex players who has one of these plum television gigs, why would you ever leave? The funny thing is, he's done, left like three times now and kept getting these yeah. gigs. Like he left Channel Nine when he went to the Union. Bloody hell, pickles is black in my mic stand. Sorry, people can hear that tapping. Mm. Bloody dog. But anyway, like Benji 
is give, sacrificing a lot for them. And also, I started thinking about it more. I was like, okay, let me put myself, once I get past the ridiculousness of the next two years, like, it just seems crazy. We've got wacky sheens back. Who knows what's going to happen? But at least they have a light out of the tunnel already. I don't like that they probably act like they're rebuilding constantly again. But uh, it's like, you know what? These former t- players, it, it rarely works out. And especially someone who was as special as Benji was as a player. But Benji also is one of those guys that we've already all heard him communicate now. Like a clear and concise communicator, a smart man, really improved his communication, actually. Mm. And he might be the one of those vibe signings that actually helps that club because it's very rare that a former legend ends up the head coach of that team, like pretty much five years after he started stopped playing. He might actually help them on levels that like no other coach could in sense of recruitment and retention. Because the generation of guys who are 20 or so now, or even a little bit older or younger, are guys that remember Benji from 10 years ago. Yeah, he's such and, a draw, I think. So, and you know, and it, if it's going to work out for anyone, there, I know it's. I think my reaction, I thought I was going to hate this, and I like it. On, like, at first, I like it's funny. I like that Tim Sheens is doing dumb things. It's very tiger. It couldn't almost like it could happen at the Bulldogs, maybe. It couldn't really happen anywhere else. Terry Lamb in for one last job. Yeah, but like I just I don't know. I was shocked with myself. My reaction when I was like after I was like, you know what? I kind of like. Is it also? It's not really much of a plan, but it's about the biggest plan they've had ever. Like they've actually planned more than next year down the track. You know, it's like the most planning that club's ever done. And yeah, I don't know. I I think I like it, and it's really hard to assess the next two years. Because it doesn't feel like they matter. Like, what happens next year if Tim James gets him in the top eight? Um, the most Tigers thing would be them getting into the top eight in the second year of the Sheens era, and then them not going ahead with the Benji plan just to keep Sheens, and then finishing fourteenth the following year. Yeah, and and we have seen like okay, like obviously these former legends and stuff doesn't always work, you know. But to be fair to guys like Dean Pay, the best the Bulldogs have done. Now, Mick Potter's done a decent job the last few weeks. Best Bulldogs have done the last five years was Dogs of War, Dean Pay. You know, yep. and Brisbane's best thing since Wayne. And this is potentially their best period now outside of Wayne almost ever. There, there was a couple of good early years, but like theirs is also on a, a club vibes guy. But the way those things generally work, and this is one thing of already, there's already rumors of it with the Tigers, is that guy can work if you put good people around him. And I've already seen them say for the Tigers, they're looking at David Ferner, uh, Ben Gardner, and, and again, Nathan Kalis to stay on as an assistant, as assistants. And like David Ferner is one of the best assistants in the game still, in my opinion. Yep. You'll know what I've said about his yep. attacking coaching. But also, he's like someone who's not really going to go anywhere but assistant coaching anywhere else. So if they got him and he was there for a couple of years, it might help. And there's zero doubt up at Brisbane having experienced assistants and, and guys they brought in like Matt Ballon really helps Kevy. Anthony Seabold owes a lot of money to David Ferner. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and you, you look at, um, and that's why I look at it. I'm like, you know what? If they're actually thinking about that already, they're already like, they understand that they're throwing Benji in pretty early because two years mm. is still not a long apprenticeship for coaching. It's not. It's only 50 odd games. And I've been, been around forever, but they will try and put better people around him. And that's the way you can set him up for success at, at best. And, even though we're sounding positive now, because it's the Tigers, it probably goes terribly to the level that Tigers fans want Benji sacked. Was that's the that's what the deal with the devil they made when they won two thousand and five? But 
I don't know. I've come around a lot more than I thought I'd be last week. Well, Once I looked at it, I'm like, you know what? Would, would I rather have, as a Tigers fan, would I rather have Shane Flanagan or Shane's Benji? I think, would, I think I'd say Shane's Benji. Well, I mean, I was going to say, I was going to try and compare it to the Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez thing, but they were they broke up in 2004, not 2005. So Close. disappointing. That's a dude. Say, uh, it, it can work. It's what you're saying. Ben, yeah. Well, Benji's a dude. A <laughs> yeah. couple of dudes. Ben Affleck. Yeah. Ben, Benji, Benji Affleck. Yeah, I love it. It's going to be great. Um, and the best, we have no emotional investment in this. So if it goes tits up, it. we don't give a shit. So it's fine. Like, <laughs> I know, like, I've always liked, like, Tim I've, I've got a huge league, crazy, man. I, I, was, I was there when they won the Grand Final in 2005. I've got a huge soft spot at Tigers. Everybody who listens to this show knows that. But yeah, yeah I mean, also love Benji. So just let chaos reign. The, the one thing I don't like is that acting like they should be in rebuild mode still. Because, I, and again, I know that that team... There's not really a signing they could make that could make them yeah. into a genuine top eight side next year like instantly, right? But you look at it again now, and Luke Brooks is whatever. <laughs> Have you heard Shane's... of addition by subtraction? Because if so, I've got the oh, yeah. move for you. But but I honestly think <laughs> Shane's has taken the gig because he's still in love with Luke Brooks. Because if you might remember, I can fix way, him way back. No, but way back, like before mm. Shane's got punted, he had Brooks training with the NRL side when he was like 15 or 16, like. He never got his chance, so I think that'll be part of it. I'll be the one to fix him. But like, you look at their team, and you know they'll be happy at nine. They'll be well, whoever at seven. Hastings or Brooks. If it's Hastings with Dewey, Laurie at fullback, and then some of the decentish young forwards and Papaletti, like, uh, like that, that's actually not that bad of a team. So I don't know why it shouldn't be treated like a rebuild for me. It should just be, I don't know. I don't think I like the term rebuild. It's just like that's no, that's just building. It's like they've got young players and some better senior players. They're not rebuilding because they, they yeah. haven't been good for 15 years. So that's not rebuilding. It's just building again. Yeah. And also, when Luke Brooks played halfback, Benji played center on debut. That was sick. Let's do that again. Yeah, let's do that. That wasn't even Tim Sheen. That's Mick Potter still. I'll give you $20 if you can name the hooker in Luke Brooks's debut game. Nah, People loved way, this I, last week. Yeah, they did. But mate, I got like Sheen's. You won't left get this. I. You, I won't get close. Most most people, I'm not even gonna. We're not gonna bother. The guy's name was Joel Luani. Nine first well, grade. Well, games. now I know who he is. I know who he you, is now. Yeah, I, I remember the name. You would never have got that though. I really, I, say, I reckon I could have guessed maybe 15 bad Tigers hookers, and I wouldn't yep. have got to him. USA international. Shout out. All right. Uh, more news. Uh, Victor Radley. Speaking of World Cups, internationals. Going to go with England. Um, I love it. I think this. I mean, I don't care at all if he I mean I don't think he should be anywhere near the origin team regardless but like I don't yeah. have any problem with him being involved in both of those two setups I know that there's rules in place but I don't like those rules and I think he's an interesting one he he fits that mold in the same way that you know a guy like uh, Jerome Luai can play for two countries I think Victor Radley finishes uh, fits that same mold he was born in Sydney uh, mm-hmm. raised in Sydney his dad's English his middle name is Derek which is hilarious um, and yeah and I think it's only good for the game if he can play both Origin and for England. And look, again, I don't think guys like Sam Burgess playing Origin would have been good. I, I think that's mm-hmm. obviously not on because obviously he's a born and bred Englishman who came over here as a fully grown adult. But I think guys like Radley and, you know, uh, I, I can't think of a Kiwi example off the top of my head, but there's plenty, um, could do the same thing. And I would have no issue with it. But yeah, hopefully Victor Radley goes well for them in the World Cup. I did enjoy yeah. some of their fans online going, oh, does he make our team? It's like, yeah, he does. Morgan Knowles, mate. Who's that? Okay. Yeah, exactly. It's the saying. That's what the English oh. are saying. But, okay. but, like, yes, he does. He starts for your side. Okay. Uh, 
I'm with you there. Like Mal said that today, what you just said, that he doesn't care that if he played, like he wanted, he was going to have Radley around the parts, whatever that meant. Doesn't mean shit around the traps, but he's of the opinion that Radley can play for the Blues and England. Mm. But what he said was people born in New South Wales or born in Queensland or eligible for them first can go play for those countries. He's cool with it. You know, it's his opinion. And that's what I agree with, mate. I don't agree with guys coming here in their mid twenties and then playing origin. Um, but yeah, Mal being the Aussie coach was fine with that and it doesn't affect him as much now, but it is obviously he's given up his blues dreams with the current rules. And it's just interesting seeing that to happen, but considering he was in the blue squad three weeks ago, right? Mm. Like, he was, I guess, playing that game if someone got hurt. Mm. So he couldn't have done this. If you are, like, obviously, you know the answer. And I know the answer. But if you ask the average fan how many games Victor Radley played for the Blues, I reckon people would say, like, five. But the answer is zero. Which, yeah. you know, I, 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 but he was really close a lot of times. And, I mean, he, he often just missed because of suspension or injuries. So, yeah. yeah, it's interesting to see that he's made that decision. And maybe the rules will change. But if they don't, I'm sure the Blues will be fine without Victor Radley. And I think England will be better for having him. So, win-win. Yeah. And, yeah, that's his origin over now. The bluff about it being quite funny. Like, he did say, like, a year ago on TV, he didn't want to play for England. And he did try and represent the the Blues, like, throwing. So, who gives a shit? Yeah, doesn't matter. You know? Jerome Lewis said he preferred Queensland, like, a year ago on a video. Yes. Yeah. Like, who cares? People change, they change their minds, and whatever. Who knows? Like, who knows what's happened? And he said he wants to represent his dad. Who knows what's happened in his family situation in the last year? We have no fucking clue. Mm. You know, he could have said that stuff when he said he didn't want to represent England, and his dad could have spoken to him and said why England's so important to you know him. Whatever. Who knows? But there you go. And I did see an interview with uh, James Graham about it. If you haven't seen this, it's on NRL.com, and James Graham is like wrapped because nobody picks England. So he's just like stoked that, and he's so happy, and he's so it was great. So you should watch that, people. It's it was that's good fun. But yeah, it, I think it's good for the international game that people make no decisions because Victor is sacrificing things to do this, and he will play for them. I reckon he, I reckon he might have made the Aussie squad by the time the World Cup comes, just because of how many guys probably won't be available. But if he made the right choice, I think. Mm. Yeah, I, I and look, I just. Uh, I don't know. Like, I'm not a huge Victor Radley fan, but like so stuff like this, it excites me. It really does. I love it. Hope more players mm-hmm. do this. Um, the Brad Arthur story is very strange to me. Like, I understand they've been kind of stagnant for the last couple of years, but it's very hard to win a comp, and they're pretty good every year. They knock off some good teams every year, and like, you know, it's a bit of a lottery once you get to the finals. They're a good team every year, like the last three or four years. Like. I don't know. People have missed this. Brad Arthur's reportedly been shopped to another Sydney club from Parramatta who I, I don't know what, what their contingency plan would be. But yeah, they're apparently content to move on without Brad Arthur. And I know a lot of people think their window might be closing with Reed Marnie going, Isaiah Papali'i going. But yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I find this a bit strange. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Like I predicted a few times over the years at the moment they stopped redlining is when they'll get rid of him because that just generally happens when a coach sits yeah. around this kind of bit for a while. And I think I felt that was coming maybe after this season or maybe the year after because this year I feel they're going to lose some of their players and who knows. But it does feel weird for this to come out as it is. And it might even just be his manager leaking stuff. I'm surprised he still hasn't got like a winning record at, um, has he, got a, he has got a winning record, almost saying. But 
it just it feels weird and it feels like another team's going to stumble into a into a quality coach just because they're kind of tired of him and it's like you're tired of i know we want to win the competition we all do that's the whole business and i know they haven't won one and they actually haven't even been to a prelim somehow in that in his time there but is it not better to just stick with the good coach you know than to get bored and move on yeah I, I would say so. I mean, this is like when Michael Scott quit his job and just didn't have another job lined up. This is That's what Parramatta are doing right now. Yeah, um, and four of his first five years were tough, but he's since then, like he's, you know, 2017, they came fourth, yep. and then the spoon, and then sixth, third, sixth. But those two sixth seasons, they looked pretty good. And this, <laughs> and this year as well, like, you know, they don't look as good as they did last year, and they are sitting sixth again, and they're, you know, the the destiny will be sealed in the next couple of weeks. Brisbane, playing Brisbane twice is big for them, but they're still in that tier of teams that you pretty much lock them into the top eight every year. I don't like they nearly they sh- they nearly beat like they nearly beat Penrith last year in a, in the semi final. Like yeah, they and they beat played them really year. well, and they beat they're the only team to beat them this year. Um, and before I the mean, storm sucked, they also beat them. Like they yeah. beat them round three. <laughs> um, yeah, Arthur was. This is a story that's come out like ten minutes ago. Arthur said. Uh, I was surprised, you know, think about it. I'm contracted till 2024. I live seven minutes from training. Why would I want to go anywhere? It's a fair point. Um, I don't know. I, I find the whole thing a bit strange. I, I really do. Um, mm. But look, maybe we'll look like fools and they'll find the next great young coach and they'll win the comp. But I mean, that seems like a very fanciful scenario. It does, man. Also, he's one of those guys that people like talking about roster and there's some dumb stuff going around about with Griffin at the moment. And it's not really the head coach's job fully to manage the roster, and it's different everywhere. But I don't look at the Eels roster and think of almost any of them being wasted potential. No, I think all of their you team know? men are playing pretty well this year. And obviously, I don't always agree with the way he moves around his middle rotation. I don't like how he hasn't really settled on Papali'i or Madison or similar. But it's not like it hasn't worked. <laughs> you know, it's not like it's failing him doing that, and. Like, you know, his son gets a little bit of favorable treatment. Yeah, it's his fucking son. That's going to happen. Whatever, that's 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 one of the prices of doing business. But, you know, they're probably, they've beaten the Broncos five times in a row, so it probably helps me rate them a bit higher than other other people do. But they, they're always around the traps. So just, as you said, it seems really weird to that be said now, considering one of the things that was being said about him last year was like they haven't got over this hump of going into the finals and not showing up. And then last year, as you just said, they did show up in the finals. So mm, whilst he hasn't, well. he hasn't climbed the summit, you know, he hasn't gone and won a prelim or made a grand final or similar. But like last year, they did win the first week of the finals and they did lose in the second week. So they were out in two weeks. They lost 8-6 to Penrith. Yep. And again, that was the trainer game. So yeah, yep. that's it. They lost 8-6 to Penrith and they played really well. They played really they well in that game. Great. And yeah, so I don't know. And and if the draw fell differently last year, they could have been in a prelim. You know, just yeah. the Panthers lost week one of the finals. If that, it's kind of, yeah. If Paramount win that game, we wear the premiers. So that's kind of upsetting. Oh, well, what can you yeah. do? Uh, Anthony Griffin's another coach is under pressure. I guess that one's a little bit more understandable. But yeah, I mean, they're only a win much. outside the eight though, which is, and didn't they extended him in the preseason this year. So... The- the weird thing uh, here, mate, is the media going for him more for the squad now is he, like literally the exact same people praising him 
in like March before a ball was kicked and, and praising all the money ball signings and stuff, all that stuff that made no sense are the same ones now critiquing those signings. And I can't believe I, signing a bunch of washed up old guys on big money didn't work. But the fun, the weird, yeah, the weird thing is, Bung is like they're they're pretty much the exact team mean you thought they were going to be. Every, like yeah. a lot of people, a lot of fans had them at like bottom two. They were never going to come. Media had it, a lot of yeah, a lot of media had them in the eight. It's like no, no, this team was exactly where it was going to be. It's just a team with a lot of decent players with fuck Hunt, all ceiling, who's really yeah. good, and then the rest and of them are just and, fine. But there's no ceiling, and I know they reckon they got good deals on those those guys. You know, oh, they got a good deal on Woods and on Maguire and on. McCulloch it's like did you though yeah I did enjoy that leak today that apparently other players derisively refer to Josh Maguire as the selector I find that one rel- funny <laughs> it's not like because he's barely playing as well Maguire that's so. what I thought I'm like he's barely been in the team but maybe that's yeah. I don't know Andrew, Andrew McCulloch's played a fair bit yeah he has but they have like Jaden Sullivan's other option I guess but it's yeah. like that's one of those things like yeah, you can sign all the old veterans you want. And some of them are okay, but it's like, you know, that costs people, those players who cost just as little as the old veterans. And that's the young guys with something to fucking prove, you know? And I think that's more my issue there if I was a, as a Dragons fan is that not even, he has played some young fellas. And like mm. guys like Cody Ramsey has been really good this year at the back. Uh, you've seen Amone, you know, kick on a bit more this season. But it's like when someone goes down in the back line, it's Tao Tao Moga is the one that, it's picked. It's like why is the other Fanai brother not given a shot? For example, don't know. I don't even know. Like Moses Sully's out this week, and whatever. But it's just one of those things that people are complaining. Oh, or you're not pretty much. It's this is exactly pretty much what you can get out of the roster he has. You know, like I don't know. It surprises me. And yeah, if you let the dude sign all these guys he likes, he's going to prefer them to other players. You know, that's just how this works. If you let Anthony Griffin sign Andrew McCulloch because he worked with him like 14 years ago. He's going to probably like Andrew yeah. McCulloch. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's all very funny. Yeah, it just it feels weird. Like, I mean, people know my opinion on him. I, I wouldn't have hired him in the first place, but uh, the eight, as you said, mate, the eight and nine, and they've had some big wins. They beat... They shit-pumped South a couple of weeks ago. They did. They beat the Roosters earlier in the year. Like, they have had some better wins than, they, than, than people would have fit from that side. And it's immediately they've gone and they've had, um, what, they've lost, was it four? No, they've lost, uh, they've lost, what is it, three of their last? No, they haven't even lost, they've no, lost they, two in they, a row. They, they, they beat, they've lost yeah. twice. They've lost two games, but they beat the Raiders with that dodgy call. They smashed South they the game before and that. They and then the Cowboys, whatever. They got pumped by the Cowboys week before that, but yeah. Yeah, but I don't like, know. they're like a magic round win over the Tigers, Titans away from being in the eight. Yep, they're exactly who we thought they were, but we are big smart yeah. boys, except when it comes to the Cowboys. And like five and other dumb things. Dumb-dums. Yeah. <laughs> about. Um, team I was right about was the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks, who kicked off last weekend's action with a big win over a depleted North Queensland Cowboys. Um, once we saw the Cowboys team, I, this result was pretty much a foregone conclusion. Um, only only sound note for the Sharks is it was the news earlier today that Sioni Katawa is going to miss the rest of the season with an injury. Yeah, they just um, I they just totally feel like what people thought Parramatta were a few years ago. This South team, or remember, remember when that Penrith like like maybe like no, the, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, the Luke Walsh Penrith, the Luke team. Walsh era Penrith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what this uh, Sharks team is to me. They're uh, going to get done two 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 weeks in the finals. Um. Probably, like, but they're top four. Like, they're, I don't know, dude. I, I just think they do have like it. You, we rarely see it, but they do. We've we've only we only really saw it in those first couple of games against Parramatta, and then for like yeah. twenty minutes against Melbourne. But they do have this level they can get to. 
And when they're they there, they're, they're one of the best attacking teams to watch. And it might come there. And really obviously, stru- sorry, you go on, mate. But like they've really struggled to get to that level in 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 the past month or two. And even in this game, like they left a lot of tries on the board, and it took way longer than it should have for them to keep put this game out of reach. Like it should have been completely out of sight. It shouldn't have been 14-12 at halftime. Um, they should have they should have absolutely blitzed this game. And yeah, win, winning is good. Winning's great, but it, it, they should have done it a lot easier than they did. They they make things harder than they need to be a lot of the time. They do, and like it doesn't help. And and the softball things are fact. Obviously, Drax is going to say that, but <laughs> it, it wasn't wasn't given. It wasn't softball to them when the season was. No, you didn't. You never know, but you can look at it now. Yeah. And I, I actually did a story today on the run home for each team, and it's mm. crazy. The team. So obviously, you play. Um, you play. You play twenty four games. So you play. You know, you play eleven. You play ten teams twice, and the six teams mm. you only play once. And the six teams they only play once are currently. Uh, let me pull up the ladder real quick. They're current. They're apparently first, second, mm-hmm. uh, and second was massively depleted by Origin. Um, mm-hmm. Fifth, sixth, mm-hmm. seventh, and ninth. That's yep, the teams exactly. they. That's the teams they get to only play. Only have to play once. And I'll add one of their two games against the Storm was a gimme as well with half their team not playing. So well, that's what, they've been absolutely form, mate. It is. It is. And I think most of their fans are pretty realistic about it. And we're not saying it's a dump on the Sharks. I love the Sharks. They're no. the team of the pod. But they are benefiting from a very, very easy draw this year. Um, but I think you can just about lock them into a top four spot if they win this week. Because, again, after they get through the next two games against uh, Penrith and Souths, it's cupcakes for the rest of the year. So maybe. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they're cupcakes because, like, this t- the team haven't looked the same since they lost to Brisbane in round eight. Like but that no, in that game, they didn't but, turn up. And but I think getting Fanukan back has made them a lot more a lot more organized. And yeah, well, it's a shame they lose Katoa. But I guess I mean, in a way, I mean, it's nice that Connor Tracy will get to keep his spot in the team because you know he was going to get displaced with Talakai coming back from Origin and stuff like that. And he's been pretty impressive, in my opinion, in in limited chances. Um, so yeah, there's still a lot to like about what they're doing. Um, do I think they win the comp? No. Do I think they're probably going to lose a second week of the finals game against like Souths or Melbourne? Probably yes, but I, I think their fans should enjoy the ride, and I, and I, I think that they should be happy with the season they've had. And soft draw or not, you've still got to go out there and win all these games, and they're doing that. So well, yeah, that's in that. That's what the period's been since they lost to the Roosters in round twelve, and they got their buy. They come out of their buy and played the Warriors, Titans, Dogs. And then Storm without Origin players and Cowboys without Origin players, and obviously that wasn't planned to be a softball to them. But like you, you pretty much cannot pick a softer run. You can't. It's like yep. impossible to pick a softer run. And they, they got the job done this weekend again, and they've done that a few times recently. And I think at some point you get through this little period. This is when you want to start seeing them doing more than get the job done. Now you've got through the Origin period, you got to the middle of the year. Yeah. But on Saturday night, like I. I know it was the right decision, technically, the the decision against Reese Robson and Jason Tamalolo. But I reckon they lose this football game and it doesn't happen. Yep. And and, and because they score it immediately down there. Like if if again, you haven't seen this people, Tamalolo gets a try taken off him with like 20 minutes to go, and immediately the sharks score on the next set down the other end. And it's one of those ones that technically it's right. It is that Robson goes from being a support runner into his job is to not Instructing one, he gets in front of Tamalolo and then Hamilton runs into Robson. And they're not supposed to rule on if he was going to score or whatever. But it was like, mate, it's Jason Tamalolo and he's like falling to the ground already. Yeah, they weren't stopping him, you know. And it's I know there's one. been miraculous saves this year. And, and I know it's so technically it was the right call, but it just feels like it's so many other times now you can probably pause and find a, a support player in front of someone else. 
and it doesn't happen like that. That was a tough one to cop, but then the, the Sharks go the other end. So I think, yeah, but yeah. The game means just, nothing for the Cowboys, that one, really. That's but true. The and Sharks got the points. So, as I said, Panthers, Rabbitohs, the next two, and then the last five games, Dragons, Tigers, Manly, Bulldogs, Knights. So, they leave mm. Sydney once, and that's to go to Newcastle. Twice yeah. if you count Brookvale as not Sydney, which I do. So, yeah. Uh, very, very easy run to yeah, finish. The Cowboys the are playing Luch in the middle this week, which is cool. That's fine. <laughs> um, but, yeah, not much to read into that for them. They, they We knew they were going to lose this game the moment we saw their team sheet. Whatever. Yeah, they just, again, they wanted to put in. And they, they, I mean, again, that call is the way they might have won. Uh, but mm. that's it. They knew they're going to lose once you saw the team shift. For some reason, they went to the game still favorites before kickoff, the Cowboys. But all right. Yeah, um, Parramatta have now beaten two shit teams comfortably in back to back weeks. So that's a good sign. Yeah. There's not really much <laughs> to talk about in this game, is there? Uh, but... just, this is, how, how is this game primetime free to wear Friday night? I don't how? know. How did this happen? I don't know. I thought my boy Toru Harris had a really good game. Good for him. Yeah, and go for them. But yeah, the the eels just did would they did it comfortably. Mm. As 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 a lot of people are doing against the Warriors, not at Redcliffe at the moment. Well, not Redcliffe yeah. or New Zealand at the moment. We were talking about power for 10 minutes. I don't want to uh, do we have much more yeah. to say? Um yeah, great, cool, good stuff. Um this game was a lot of fun. Roosters 54, Dragons 26. Um look, I, I know he's had some big brain fades and big moments this year, but um, man, that no look pass in his own end when the Dragons had 12 men on the field from Zach Lomax was just so stupid. And it really did flip that game. I think the Roosters scored on the following set and that was game over. And my God, he's done some stupid shit like that this year. Such a frustrating player to watch at times. Yeah, I mean, it was just the fact it wasn't even needed to create the space. Like I understand, skip on the outside and then you do the no look offload and to create some space or something, but it was simple. It was such so much space created. He could have held the ball two hands and looked at the dude and passed it, and he would have been fine. Wasn't great, uh, but I, I I do think main thing in this game is obviously Joseph Manu's performance. Yeah. but I just want to say randomly, I think Mitch Rain hates Joseph Manu. Okay, all the times Mitch Rain has tried to get scab tries, Joey Manu just every time he gets a dummy half, he scores. Mitch Rain has been his career trying to do that. <laughs> Um, Mahoney scores these shitty scab tries all the time. He gets low, baby. Low man wins. I thought that. I thought that little move was kind of bush league. I mean, I don't really exactly know the ins and outs of it, but it reminded me of when that quarterback did that fake slide in college football last year. I, I really didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. The fake slide is uh, is different to this one too. This this is bush league because I I, I laughed at it and I, was, I thought it was cool, right? But again, like 15 years ago, remember just Josh Morris hit the ground and Justin Hodges jumped on him. Even Brett and everyone blew, blew up. It's like, yeah, well, if you don't want to get into people jumped on, people can't do what Joseph Manu did. Yeah. And the fact that they'd already lost, what, two or three guys to serious injuries in this game as well yeah. when that happened. Yeah. So the Dragons are doing the the, the kosher thing. No, they slowed up. And there might have been even a weird cramp or something. Manu might, might claim he didn't fake it, but it looked pretty damn fake. And then he was off on his bike pretty quickly. But like, as you said, I think the main takeaways from for the Roosters is that they've just lost. Like Billy Billy Smith finally put together a, a good game or two, down his ACL for the fourth time. It's brutal. Tupanua, you know, no matter what you think of him, he's still been an every week starter for them. Did his ACL as well, and they just had to look like they're getting their groove back, and they might still be back as well. Have they get Kiri back this week? Kiri and Kiri's back in the six. There you go. Walker keeps his seven. Manu may be out this weekend or not, but. So yeah, maybe he actually was hurt. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but he's, mate, he's been unbelievable in that six for like two he's weeks. He's been I don't know, I don't absolutely know how long great. Last, if you but... chuck in that 
chuck in that Kiwi game as well. This last month of his has been ridiculous. It has been just I can I just cannot believe like I know he resigned for DC this money, but it just felt like absolutely someone the Warriors should have paid like one point one million dollars a year for. And then maybe they went harder if they didn't if they knew Reese Walsh was gonna leave. But it just felt so easy that he resigned to the Roosters. And um maybe he ends up being five eight from like whenever they t- take Luke Curie out the back and shoot him, which could be this offseason. Maybe he ends up being five eight from there. But not that he's wasted in the centers. It just feels like he's a dude that could easily make more money and a bigger dent on the league playing in a different position. Not everyone can be brave enough like Latrell Mitchell to leave the bosom of the Roosters and go and create <laughs> their own path. But hey. But yeah, um, it was a, a cracking yeah. game that they made. It was like end to end, lots of points. And then Zach Lomax kind of turned the game with some stupidity. Shout out my dude trying to kick the ball across the highway and just fucking it all up, nearly causing a like, multi-car, <laughs> multi-car crash. And it was one of those games, it's very rare these days, but it was such a good fun game. We just got fun Vossi. Yeah. We didn't get a gender Vossi. We had having fun Vossi. It was great. We enjoyed that. But yeah, again, shout out to Cody Ramsey being a weirdly good footballer. Yeah. Who saw that coming this year? Not me. That's for sure. Uh, but yeah, fun game. Enjoyed it. Um, next game, didn't really enjoy as much. Uh, Manly 42, Knights 12. Uh, they're bad. They're real bad. They, they're they so bad. Get them out uh, of here. And, they, and now Dom Young's hurt, who's been like one of their only bright spots as well. So yeah. that's good. Yeah, they're bad. And then Adam O'Brien punched a fan, like a, a pedestal fan. But I didn't see that. That's funny. You didn't see that? He smashed a pedestal fan. Well, that'll that'll fire the boys up. Yeah, that, that was good on the, on the so you, you should look that up, but it's it's okay. weird. But, uh Manly scored some sick tries in this game and DCE after that origin performance was playing on clouds. Hey, he was obviously like if... feeling himself, and he had he had one of his better games in this game too. But that try they set up for Jason Saab. Where Manly, oh, went, that was so like, nice. Oh my! It was God. like no blindside. They created the blindside. It was side. so good. I love tries like that. That was sick. Reminded me of it the was, glory days of Luke Keary playing for South. It was great. I was shocked that Jason Saab was involved in it because he had to do <laughs> something. Like he had to like move infield and read a play. But it was it was awesome. They go down the left. <laughs> it was just quick hands back left to right. Bang! Saab scores. Awesome. I just watched Adam O'Brien punch the fan. So good, hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, Manly, oh. we, they're not really getting spoken about at all. We keep talking about these this finals run, and, and they're not really getting spoken about. Everyone keeps thinking they're just going to fall away. No, not me. I think they're making it's, it because they play. They're to a brookie, mate. They play. They're currently eighth. They play ninth, mm-hmm. tenth, and eleventh in their run home. Yeah, but and they, they also do, get they... they also get the Titans and the Bulldogs as well. Like, and then the only real hard games they have are Eels and Sharks, and they're both at Brookvale, and they always beat the Sharks at Brookvale anyway. So, exactly yeah. the Roosters, they're making the it. Call well. it. I'm calling it. They're making it, Mitchell. They're coming eighth. Yeah, and they've got some players out this week. I think they're missing um, uh, Andrew Davey and Jake Tavoyevich to coronavirus, but they're playing yep. the drag. They should win that game. But they're just they're just playing fast footy again, and like the the small differences, like Andrew Davies come in and he's playing really well for them, you know, on, on that left edge. And Josh Schuster, you know, Des had a Schuster boner last year. Obviously, he hasn't been in great shape this year, and he's not really in love with him. He's barely playing, but they've, they've got better footy out of like again Olakwadu. It's just funny, mate. Why did he say that he was cheering for Queensland? Another dude know. that could just walk into that blue side like Keon and have an impact, but whatever. And then Andrew Davey was being good. Uh, 
to power going back to the bench has been fantastic for them. Allo Alloy starting. Like they've just got that mix a bit better, but also they're playing with more speed, they're moving the ball around a bit more, and it's been more effective for them, even though they haven't got Tommy. They just they look like when you watch a lot of their games, like you they look like scoring often. You know, they just look like scoring yeah. the ball moment's good. Uh and you see the rumors about foreign the they want foreign to stay, not go to the Wait, Titans. Uh, Surely a, a a manly halves player would not backflip yeah. on the Gold Coast Titans. Surely be not. So funny, it would be but extremely yeah, funny. I feel I just it doesn't look like they're in that in love with Josh Schuster's work at the moment because even if they're like he's going to be the six next year, he's playing ten minutes off the bench in the NRL currently. And even this week when they've got guys out, he's still named on the bench. Probably played 10, 15 minutes. Not crash hot. Not crash hot at all. And so who knows? Um. Maybe they might do that move. I'd love to see it happen. And shout out to Tolu Colo as well, who's like really, mm. really shown that potential. Not uh, many fans knew he had. For Knights, what? Anthony Milford isn't staying. And honestly, I know he's been okay. I don't think it's a good thing. They were going to sign him for three years, man. It's too long. Yep. Silly. Too long. Jaden Braley, oh. glad he's back. They're just counting down the day at the end of the season as a Knights fan, aren't you? Yep. It's a shame. This, I mean, they, they, you know, 2020, 2021, the finals both years. Like, it's just a shame that they've just fallen completely off a cliff. Mate, and the, another but, shame for them as well is that, like, they have, they have a almost an entirely rep forward pack, you know, like, <laughs> that's true. Clemmer, Saifidi, Frizzell, and Saifidi have all played Origin the last few years. And then they have Fitzgibbon and Barnett there, whatever. They, they suck. Fitzgibbon <laughs> sucks, but, but, they have that, and then Clune can do a job, and Braley's a decent hookup. But it's like, man, they just haven't got combined one decent half, you know. And they have no one next year either. It's like we saw how good Ponga can be at the, at the pinnacle, right? In Origin, when he has okay halves, it just makes you think, like, why did you spend all of that money? And I know Mitch Pierce left on short notice, but why did you spend all that money on forwards? And you're going to have next year clone and question mark. Yeah, well, Tex Hoy is going to the Super League as well. So, yeah, RIP. Another, another a huge loss. Yeah. Dong Young's <laughs> cool, though, as you said. I enjoy yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A rare bright spark for an otherwise terrible, terrible team. <laughs> um, you, you boys want a close game, a real arm wrestle against the Titans, who just tightened it up again. I, mean, I cannot believe. I still, I know, I know, I wa- I watched it live, right? So I know that it wasn't as clear cut as that screenshot that was doing the rounds made it look. But how the what's, how do they not score? It looks like Phillips Army is just gonna like stroll over the try line. <laughs> it's just like, does it a Titans? Yes, it's to be fair. Uh, they only played that well because that's how they live for the Broncos as well. So well, we we did both think that would be a, a possibility. Yeah, they did lift. Um, had they not score? I don't know, but it's, I don't think... I know you can freeze it and think, what if he pins it in back and goes? But, like, there is guys running. I know it's only Adam Reynolds, you think, but there is cover defense coming, whatever. And also, he was totally bludging down the blind side. <laughs> yes. Like, there was there was two times in this game where the Titans flipped the field with, like, a 70-meter play and then just... Great. Fucked it all up. <laughs> and it's like every... Like, I, all right, I don't want to sound like a boomer on the commentary team, right? But, like... When someone gets tackled, that's when you want Dave Fafita steaming in to take the next carry oh, and probably score a try. 
but he's just puffing in back play whilst Tanner Boyd gets tackled with the ball. It's like, why is this happening? Well, this game know. was was a was a ma- it was a great example of the misutilization of him, and he's also yeah. his own shape. Like there is no arguing. I've obviously stood up for him this year, right? But there is no arguing that he is too overweight. But it, it's just like go back and watch. Go and look it up yourself, people. Again, look at David Fede. Pause his podcast. Go look at the David Fede try he scored against the Cowboys for the Broncos two years ago. Go look at it, and it's not the same person. He's a specimen. And- and he was never going to stay as thin as he was then because these players always get bigger, like, you know, but he should trim some of that weight down because he's not an outside back. He has to get through work. He's going to be more tired, you know, and if he wants to have that bigger impacts like that, he's got to be a bit, bit thinner and it's fine. He's pumped. He's, his power was still there, but this game, only what you just said, then there was two or three occasions on the, they had these long breaks, poor Broncos kick return, kick chase. And they had these long breaks. They scored off none of them. They flipped the field three times and under pressure. They scored off none of them. And you think, God, just one of these ones, if we have Dave Fafida running. Just, straight, just straighten running. up. Just straighten up and run. We'll score. But the other problem is, mate, it, I never thought they were going to score the Titans. Even though they scored 12 points and they bombed another try, every time they go left, every fucking time, they just give him the ball. And there's no purpose to it, mate. They just throw the ball to him. It's not good, clean, early ball. There's mm. no space. Not even running onto it. They just go, here you go, Dave. And sometimes it looks like scoring, but it's like, God, if you just even run a basic backline shape, get him hit a hole. Get him hit two holes and go at the back. The whole left side of the field is open to you. And the next time you go to Fafita, if you give him the ball, the team are exactly always expecting Fafita's going to get it. But this whole game, I was confident of bloody Adam Reynolds, right? And Jordan Ricky just locking him down because that's all they did. They just gave him the ball. And the only time they looked like scoring was off the kicking game, catching Tessie out at the back and, and some of the grubbers. And we saw Phil Sammy did bomb one of those. Unfortunate for him. But yeah, they just they did get points. But God, they had so much field position in this game. They flipped the field three times and didn't score off any of them. It's embarrassing. It's really they, gained, they made over 2,000 meters, mate, and came out away with 12 points. 2,000? Yeah, they had 2,062 meters. That's a lot of meters. That's like, then they came out with 12 points. Mm. Terrible. And as a, and as a Broncos fan, you watch that game and this is just the, the change that's been there. And this is what good teams do. And it's weird to say about us, but good teams do when they have players out, other guys step up and do their job. But I'm loving the experience depth that it's just weird seeing Brisbane do this because it wasn't long ago they weren't doing this type of thing. But it's guys like Del Hoyter and, and Jordan Pereira coming in and Zach Hosking coming in and doing their job and getting the scrappy win. But also you don't know, like you don't notice the other guys not being there Some for some of it. That's how good they've been defensively. And that's the way you can see this Broncos team has changed a lot is that on those three times, the Titans flip the field with long kick returns. They concede every single time that happens in the last three or four mm. years. Every time they used to concede, they had the highest rate of conceding off seven tackle sets. It happened to Brisbane like every second time they conceded a seven tackle set, they conceded a try. I they couldn't that. Even defend that. Mm. They turn they turn up for each other, and it makes a big difference. And I feel really sad because it, it was the right call on Hosking. Another one of one one of the ones yeah, I hate. Yeah, it sucks. That but it sucks. was the it was the right call. Yeah, it was. It was. Like he definitely goes over the line if he doesn't double move right but that's the thing he did do the bubble movement and that's on him not the bunker he was probably just a bit excited he, the ball did hit the ground he did make a second movement that's just the way the rule is it's unfortunate he didn't get his debut try but like he stepped in and been really good 
But we also start to see a bit more when he's a bit fitter now. We saw a bit more of like Adam Randall steering the team around. But I've just been so happy with guys like even like Ezra Mam who caught Jojo Fafita. Jojo Fafita has like he has a wind assisted sub eleven uh hundred meters. Yeah, he he looked great. And Ezra Mam caught him, him, mate. And Ezra Mam yeah, caught him. He did. Sake. <laughs> like that's some toe. But yeah, like Jojo's a good a bright light for the Titans. And I think mm. some of the stuff there, like you can't expect uh which his name, uh, Aaron Clark, to play like that at lock every week ever again. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those games. And Fodawaker had his way with us as well. But I thought they also just, we moved past. I thought Aaron Booth was terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, we just, they don't want Aaron Clark because he's there. It's okay signs. I think they'll fade away in the coming weeks. But, but yeah, good to see Brisbane steal that win. Really interesting. Like Zach Hosting is out of the 17 this week. And I know, like, I thought just one or two games, it'll do his job and we'll never hear from him again. But, God, he's just solid. And sometimes, mate, you just want one of those guys who just does his job like he did, did everything right. And I just feel he's unlucky that he didn't keep a bench spot almost this week over um, Keenan Palacea. But hopefully for him, you know, he's gone from being a chippy this year. Hopefully he gets an NRL contract over the way he's performed for us. Because but, uh, Well, the Titans will give him 400 it. grand. So Yeah, someone will. Well, mate, it's, it's, it's one of those, you talk about the Knights earlier, like, most not every night ten knows is everyone else probably doesn't, but he was a Knights Suicide Cup player of the year last year. Oh. And they let him go. Oh. So and he went to Brisbane on a training trial and a development deal at Manly, not even in the top thirty. So Manly uh winning Manly. So he only ended up playing because of like seven guys missing. And you look at the night team, it's like fuck, he probably walks in on how he played mm-hmm. these last two games for us. But yeah, really happy with the win, just to, just to steal one. Nervous about Tessie being at fullback again this week just because he looks great with the ball. He has been really good with the ball the last two weeks, but the Titans are like scoring off almost every, every grubber because he's never anywhere to be seen when they grubber in behind. He's having a nap. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, what about, good on him. before we move on one thing, Toby Sexton, he had a great kicking game tonight, but man, just that last like five minutes, that's I can see where the issue, like people have issues with him. It's like, do you know you're chasing the game? Their last couple of attacking sets were terrible. Real bad. Yeah, I mean, all their attacking sets are bad. Let's be real. Like they, that, t- that they turned it. But it, it, so Texas kicking game is so good. It builds pressure. Like he's attacking kicking game. He's good grubbers. But man, yeah, like he's just putting bombs up with two minutes to go and not even good bombs, just territory bombs. See what happens. I hate that stuff. Put it in the mix. Good for my team. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you're all right. Top four, maybe. Parramatta this week's huge game. I, may only, I only care about being... I want it top four, obviously, but the main thing I want is top six because I home want final. a home final. Yeah. And they'll get that. They'll get that if they finish top six. That is how the final system works. Well said. Yeah. So um, seventh, I'll be furious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was playing soccer during the next game, so I've only seen the highlights. But uh, the Tigers nearly beat the Windsor Wolves. I couldn't quite get there. Yeah, that's about it. I don't know if we, what much we want to say. Like, uh, we already talked about the Tigers earlier. There's people talking about getting rid of Dane Laurie, and he had a down year now. But it's like, who are they going to put there? Nobody. And the Panthers just did the let's survive and see if we win, and they did. Good on them. They had really good games. Like Bill Kikau keeps saying having a great season, and him Fisher Harris were fantastic. Dylan Edwards had a great game. Um, second half, the Panthers are pretty shit. And Sean O'Sullivan said that himself after the game. They kept making mistakes. But luckily, when you're playing the Tigers, they won't punish you because uh, <laughs> the Tigers got ahead. And not much longer after that, did, did the 
the uh, Panthers score, and and it's still I just you still felt watching that game. I did anyway that you thought the Panthers were going to win it somehow. And Mitch Kenny and James James Harris went under the post, and that was it. Don't yeah, that was that was that was a really soft try. It was the been it's been weird how good Joe Offa and Garway's playing by the way. Mm. The last like five weeks, so that means like he's definitely leaving the Tigers. <laughs> His contract's <laughs> up. At the, uh, is it ended next year or end of this year? I don't know, but. That means he's definitely leaving if he's playing this well. <laughs> oh, poor Tigers. They can't have nice things until Benji delivers them nice things. Mm. Coming soon. <laughs> Hopefully. I don't know. I feel bad for their fans. Just want them to be happy, you know? Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, the next game was crazy. Raiders, they did it again. All they do is win games in Melbourne. Yeah. I was... um. So these for this Sunday footy, I have rewatched um, this mm. game and the one after. But I, I was watching all these, but I was helping my mum move. But I had them all on uh, my phone with my headphones in whilst moving, so I had I could hear all. Yep. But anyway, uh, on on recap of this game, it's just like we've been over this with a storm. But like, what the fuck is wrong with them? Like the, the Raiders have won four in a row down there, which is more than anyone's ever won in Amy Park. No one Crazy. else has won more than four games there. They won four in a row. But like this, I don't know. This the killer instinct seems to be gone. The the things you can't um, quantify. I'm going to exclusively report. You heard it here first that the yeah. storm are done. There you go. They're done for this year. Put a line through them. I don't, I don't want to hear about them being title contenders anymore. They're not. Oh, I think that was over anyway. But I think it's this game with Pappenhausen killed it. Yeah. Like, and we went over last week how they just haven't got those. They've always had those other guys sitting around, and any almost even their bad year, like twenty fourteen, when they came sick, they still debuted some of the guys who became the guys. You know, mm. they got yeah. none of those guys. And I'm actually like in the preseason, I laughed at people being worried about the Storm losing all their forwards. They haven't done anything for next year yet, and I actually am kind of also worried. Like, like are they gonna do anything? Like. They're not got like they have they have Christian Welch and who as their pack next year. Hey, Tarek Sims is coming, so yeah, uh, maybe Nathan Brown. Ooh, yeah, Ugh. they're running out right. of players. They're they really are. running out of players. They're, I mean, I think we're going to beat them this week. I really so do. do I. Like, the, the team list I've looked at is just not filling me with any semblance of confidence. Yeah, uh, uh, and they they started as like dollar forty when I saw this on Sunday. They're already out to dollar seventy five, and South's coming into two dollars five. So. Yeah, Probably be about so. the only reason the kickoff. Only reason you're not favourites is because it's a storm. Just like the last couple of games we've spoken about, yeah. like I, I think South will do them comfortably this week. And 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 in this game, the things I'm saying, the killer, like the Raiders were the better team, but there was even periods there the storm got out of line twice and dropped the ball, and that's just not yeah. something we've been used to from the storm. And the Hugh, Jerome Hughes did it both times, and and the cat tried to milk a penalty try the second one when Savage just punched the ball out, cowardly. But uh, this is the weirdest hoodoo in rugby league because the Raiders can be playing awfully and still go down to Melbourne and win it. For a place that nobody can goddamn win, it's the weirdest hoodoo in the game. I'd like to win it Melbourne once, much less four times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we're right in the storm, but they'll still beat the Brisbane in a couple of weeks. Like, they can put the Sunshine Coast Falcons in storm jerseys <laughs> and they'd beat us. Yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah. Um, Xavier Savage, by the way, is still like, He's rocks and diamonds in the same game every week, but I'm suddenly like this becoming more and more diamonds. And in this game, he giveth and taketh away and giveth again. And mm. he finished on give. So <laughs> he'll start the next game with a mistake. But uh, he, I thought he was, he was pretty handy. And Jack White really had the, um, you should have picked me an origin performance. I thought 
couple of those, couple, couple of those on Sunday. Where was um, he? Had a great game. He killed Ryan Pappenhausen. Should have been a penalty in Pappenhausen. Obviously, getting white and bite past the horizontal, just like the uh, mm. penalty in Sam Verrills. But unfortunately, it ended Pappenhausen's season. And shout out James Schiller for one of the best tries I've ever seen. That's sick. Good on him. It was sick for a, for a dude who hasn't looked looked at home at first, in first grade. Awesome to see that. And no headgears helped. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I will give a quick mention. We're sitting at the pub with the storm winning this game. We're drinking buckets of, we went, we're going to South Bulldogs. Um, and they had a special on Budweiser buckets at the bar next to the stadium Australia. So we were, they went there to watch this game and like halfway through the second half, I said, Campo, if you, if you, if, if you, they were losing, I said, Campo, if the Raiders win, will you bring back the ALS ice bucket challenge? And he said, yes. And sure enough, the boys got up. And as we walked, to go into the ground to watch South Bulldogs. My man took the bucket with us outside, dumped it straight over his head. He's no coward. He's like that guy that didn't jump in the harbor that time. Yeah, you're, you're cowardly, mate. One Patriot. It's like Ian and Young are Patriots fans. He has to do it. Well, that's true. Both Patriots fans. Only yeah, one coward. It's good, good from Canberra. He, he, but he live up to that. I just wish it was cold, ice cold milk. You should have got a milk, a refreshing milk. I don't think I can. <laughs> like, wouldn't be very vegan. An oat milk. Okay, yeah, yeah. Refer- give me a carton of bonsoi <laughs> and a bucket yeah. and some ice. Yeah, exactly. exactly. 7-Eleven's right near that stadium. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> next um, time. Next yeah, time next- you're there to call a live comeback. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. And why don't you yeah. why don't you pop some soy in the ice cube trays in your freezer right now at home? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, see what happens. <laughs> just in case. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Camper wasn't the only big boy kick- cooking at ANZ Stadium yeah. on Sunday afternoon because my God. He had a couple of okay games where I thought he was getting a bit too much praise after coming back injury, but holy shit, he was the best player on the field by a mile in this game. Uh, I don't think we win this game if pretty much anybody else in the world is at fullback. He just put the team on his back and dragged them over the line against a game, a game Canterbury Bulldogs team who came to play and targeted that dog shit right edge of our defense. But yeah, I just in case he had a stormer. Fucking God. I just hate our right side defense so much. So, so much. But yeah, Latrell, through him, all things are possible. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, you guys just need him to miss the first 10 rounds like every year, hey, because he's never looked this motivated. And, you know, people like on the commentary, they usually exaggerate, but, you know, Cooper Cronk has played with him and knows him well. And he was saying the same thing. He's like, mate, I've never seen Latrell like this, look this motivated. And I agree. Just like, just please don't hit anyone in the head. Yeah, listening to the commentary again, I, I don't, I usually get over the hyperbole, but a lot of roles, like, yep, you're right. I know we can say it's only the Bulldogs and similar, and it yeah. is only this game, only that game, only that game. But the games are now coming, and we'll start to see the different the form yeah. he has come back in in the in the uh, coming weeks. Uh, yeah. Like a, ga- a, a game winning no look cutout pass, and yep. absolutely sending Josh Adokar to the shadow realm for a try. Um, that was hilarious. It was Silly like that, it was like when near that. it was like when um, Nelson played quarterback in the Simpsons, and he runs out of the way yeah. to just to palm that guy for no reason. That was pretty much that. I thought Josh was smarter. You know, who, you know who'd never get near that? Kalen Ponga. Kalen Ponga. Roger Tuivasa. Roger Tuivasa. Ro- he's making a business decision. Alex Johnson. <laughs> he's not getting near that. <laughs> Miss me. Yeah, like, shout out, shout wing out. And, and hands on the head. Like, oh no. Shout out my guy happen. Alex Johnson. By the way, his TikTok today where he just took the piss out of himself. It was great. Yeah, he, he knows yardage work, hates that, but likes uh, catching and falling. He knows, he, he knows does, what he is. Loves it. He and he did scary. catch and fall, like literal catch and falls in this game three times. He passed. He passed yeah. um, 
Harold Horder, Michael Jennings, Nathan Merritt himself, and Manu Vadavai on the all-time try scores list in this one game. All four. He did. So. Yeah. And uh, the last one, Isaiah Tars can only pass one pass after, like after. Yeah, he's done it twice now. Twice. (laughs) He just refuses to pass. Even last week with Kenna, so it's not a Johnston thing. It's just a passing thing. Yeah, I also thought Tavita Tyler was exceptional. By the way, yeah, he's had a really good last couple of games. He's starting to really piece it together. He looked like like when he played us. I was like, Jesus, is this the same player anymore? When you guys played Mm. us in like round nine. And it was he was really quiet. Um, game was it? I'm thinking um, the Dragons game, but everyone Dragons was. Game. But I think he's been well, really good outside of that. Monster, but, yeah. yeah, he's been really good outside of that since that Broncos game, think, and he was really good in this again. Um, and uh, the Dogs are not the easy beats. People get, like when you look through teams draws. No, now, I was worried go, about they're going to win, win, worried. win. But the Dogs are not that team anymore, and they showed up in this game. And I never felt like they were going to win ever, like at all through the whole game. Uh, but even because Paul Vaughan still scored too early, it's just like when you give the ball back to Aaron Rodgers. It's this this out at the moment with their points scoring. It's like no, you, you scored too early, bro. And but uh, they they played quite well, mate. And like the scoreline, I wouldn't say it flat as South, but God, like they did they didn't really deserve to concede seven tries. It didn't feel like, but there they are. Um, would you like to guess how many teams have scored more points than South since the troll came back? None. It is none. That is correct. Yeah, but that, so, it's also a bit of a weird lineup of timing as well, though. Like, you shut like the, the fuck up. Yeah. Like, is that all right? Yeah. Since some of the teams haven't played games. <laughs> yeah. Hey, shut also- up. <laughs> uh, yeah. But also, I mean, on average, I mean, they've scored 30 and then 40 and then 36. So yeah. they're averaging. But, um, yeah, and who's conceded more points in South in that period? Um, Newcastle. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, you're. Um, I mean, talk about the Not 06 that. vibes for Brisbane, but you're the 05 vibes. 05 for the, Tigers, 05 Tigers let's go. man. Yeah. If South go push it this time, because that's the one thing. Like they can score points, and that's got better. We, obviously, with the troll getting back, we always as again we always knew it was going to be better when the troll was about the point scoring. But that defense is still a concern. Uh, that's a concern. Playing better teams in the coming weeks. Yeah. It is absolutely like, is the storm or not that like four or five weeks ago when we looked at the storm on a ladder we thought that was going to be sorry in the draw be bigger challenge of what it's going to be I still think I think South will win that game but they still have the Sharks Eels Panthers Cowboys Roosters and again they're they're the owners of their own destiny but there's a lot of tests in there and a lot of tests of uh that defense the defense and the resolve coming in that period yeah. and I'd be a little worried that that Panthers so, game that that left edge versus uh, their left edge against South right edge would be very interesting. I mean, probably might have Campbell Graham back by that point, but they're giving, I mean, Tano Milne's out this week. They're giving Jed Cartwright a shot in the centers. Uh, he'll obviously be a boost defensively, if nothing else. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, but yeah, look, I'm just looking through their run home, Mitch. And like, I have an algorithm that predicts win outcomes. And the algorithm is based on how many players named Latrell Mitchell are in both yep. teams. So I've got Storm. Uh, that's 1-0. They have South of more Latrell Mitchell, so they'll win. <laughs> Sharks, they'll win. Warriors, they'll win. I had to check if Parramatta have a play called Latrell Mitchell. They don't, so it's a win. Yeah. Uh, Penrith win. Cowboys win. Roosters, they used to have a Latrell Mitchell. I looked it up. Same guy. So plays for South now. So that's a win. Funnily, I've also got another metric, and it's now on worst nicknames. And oh Trelmet. my god, Trelmet is terrible. You only, unfortunately, you still lose to King Gutho calling himself the King. So you, you lose true. one game at home, but on Trelmet and him liking that nickname, it's terrible. It's, not good. it's very bad. Trelmet. But like, did he come up with it? Apparently, so we, we, we asked this question, and apparently, it's either daughter or something says it. Okay. Well, who are we to argue with her? 
But it's also, I'll, I'll argue with it. Come here, two year old. Listen, use your words. <laughs> not to listen to trellis. Old Cheldoy over here. He's, he's yeah, not exactly happy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Fubun. <laughs> Fubun. <laughs> Fubun. <laughs> Yeah, it's, but troll, troll by itself is great. Also, my thick is yeah, also great. So he has so you know big boy, all these great nicknames you could have, and he has he wants troll because we just started seeing the tweets all weekend. All of a sudden, from South and Wild yeah. Sports, it's like Trollmit. Who asked for this? It's like oh, the troll asked for Trollmit. It's terrible. It's like when Kevin Durant had Slim Reaper and he didn't like it. He wanted to be called you the Servant. Be- Get the fuck out yeah. of here. Yeah, but it's like the trolls come back with the best form of his life and also a new nickname that sucks. <laughs> yeah, but look, I mean, honestly, I'll call him whatever the fuck he wants if he keeps being yeah. the best player in the world week in, week out. So, yeah, and, you know. uh, yeah obviously, you said it's got to keep lasting and they've got to um, have some other tests to come, come their way. But this was, you said, their first game truly of the run that it was put the boys on his back because it, it was exactly that, like. You know, and it's one of those games. Those, the stats can lie some games, but yeah, he has three try assists, and three line break assists, and, and a line break and a try. But it absolutely was not just like tap on, earn those tries. Those were all Latrell onlys, you know, Latrell only specials. And uh, and Alex Johnson is having the time of his life again, not having to do anything. I did laugh though at, at Trell <laughs> kicking for him, but mate, come on. Old, old uh, Johnson come back with his hammy taped up. He's put the kick off the scrum. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> like, what was that? It? Like fifth minute in the game. Let's oh, I missed it. We were still getting. There was absolute chaos getting into the ground, so we missed the first try. So, so in the, you, okay. no, you didn't score. So yeah, no, no, but we missed minute, the first. We missed yeah. like the first eight minutes. So so the, in the fifth minute, sixty out, the troll goes to kick it for AJ, who does not outpace anybody, and the ball goes oh. dead. Oh, like the bulldogs, two bulldogs turn and chase and outpace him, but it's also like AJ's just come back. Like his hammy's taped up, mate. Like he's. He's you not know, putting he's the not foot down those. yet. It's it's down. Not, but also, time. even if he was, he's he's not as fast as he was. That's just the nature of anyone who turns in the in the late twenties as opposed to other guys who are in the early twenties. He's not winning that foot race when uh, you know five minutes into the game, he's not. Apart from when Braden Burns went through him, I thought he again was pretty solid in other facets yeah. of the game, like he always is. Um, having a really good year. Karaz is pretty good though. Hey, yeah, he's great. Shout out Punchbowl's finest, but um. Yeah, I was happy for Declan Case as well, just because I like, obviously had like one of the worst taboos of all time. So it was nice for him to come back and, and have a good game. And so um, ball, like honestly, I don't know how Mick Potter isn't getting more chat about renewal at this point. Like he had the balls to play Declan Casey again. Yeah. What was Trent Barrett doing? I don't know, man. I don't know how he got a second job, but that's it's the greatest proof of just how bad of a coach he is. It's like how the manly thing happened instantly when he left Manly were a finals team. The manly thing on paper, how good that was, and the miss they were so bad. Like they should never get another job, but he gets this job, and no one has a rap on Mick Potter. And this is what they've done since he's been gone. Just scored 25, 30 points every week. So. Every week. And also, like, he was just not playing Jacob Karaz so he could keep Jade Nockenbore in the team. It was like, well, yeah, okay. well, he couldn't play Karaz at some point because of the. Oh, there was a rule the about the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's but right, but when he could, he also just didn't immediately, right? I don't know. But it's like, same thing. Avarello could have been his fullback all year. And Cole Flanagan isn't special, right? But he's much better when the coach doesn't act like he's a hindrance. Like he doesn't, you don't see him trying to, like he, Barrett tried to hide Flanagan. It's like, yeah, yeah they don't just try and shut him down now. And, They've moved the ball much better. Jerry Marshall King's having a great little period patch. Of he form. is. That's pretty funny that they, he's now leaving. It'd be very funny if he just like, if, it'd be very funny if he just went to the Dolphins and became like, the best hooker in the game. Like it's like the Damien Cook thing all over again. Just yeah. fans getting PTSD. That's it. He's been a really good run of form, but yeah, they look like such a better team 
with Mick Potter there. And maybe the Bulldogs have bigger designs, but it just feels weird that and maybe he doesn't want to be a head coach, but it just feels very weird that he'd be doing what he's doing there and he's it not is, getting yeah. a single mention yeah. anywhere else. It was crazy. By the way, though, there was I think the four tries that each team scored, like back to back from the from the um from the Avarillo try to the Totola try. All those tries are absolutely sick. I just had I thought the second half of this game was just fantastic. Both teams just it was a cracking the ball game. Yeah. And, the, and the thing again, I like this. What I like a lot more now, and the six again will exist again. But f- cracking rub, rugby league happens. It just happens. Good games just happen, and we've had that in the last week or two. We had a couple, a lot of crackers, and it's not because we artificially change the speed of the game or change the rules or similar. Just sometimes good games happen, and we had that in Origin. Game three was awesome. You said the Roosters Dragons game was a shootout. It was awesome. I thought the Broncos Titans game was awesome, even though it was really low scoring. Yeah, and I then I thought this game was was sensational as well. And it's like, yeah, that just happens in rugby league. Yeah. I had a, I, I, I mean, I didn't watch Tigers Panthers live, but I watched everything else, and uh, most of it was pretty enjoyable, bar Manly Newcastle. So, yeah, and, oh, and, and hey, Harris. I enjoyed Manly throwing the ball around. Let's be honest, I'm that's not true. A oh, actually, yeah, actually, team, you know what? That that short side try they scored was worth me sitting through that shit alone. To it was be so honest. good. It was a, yeah. it was a stood up and oh shit when they did it. I was, that was the, uh, like, oh shit, that's good. I was, I was in the, sh- like, I was. I was watching the TV from in the from in the shower drinking a beer and I like yelled out and Charlie's like, Are you okay? I'm like, Did you fall over? I'm like, No, no, I'm fine. Uh, I'm fine. It was Just awesome. The, Manly scored a sick try. Like it's one of those ones that like you'd be happy about that than almost any other try you score that year if you're one of the players involved in it, because you would have like talked about it 20, 30 times, maybe more. And you do it and it works like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. And DC also kicked on this first tackle to score on the back of a set race start from dummy half on the right hand side of the field. I'm like, mate. Who'd you steal that from this week, Chief? I mean, <laughs> he's, he's actually playing better than Nathan Cleary at the moment. He is. <laughs> he's going to keep his jersey on merit. It's so funny because for like the last like four years, it's been like, oh, there's no way this guy deserves to keep his jersey. And then it's come to origin. The and now it actually playing. matters. Like, oh. <laughs> he's out playing him. Yeah, he's out playing him. And now it won't be like, I was thinking like last year, how ridiculous it'd be if TC kept his jersey. Now, right? Yeah, like, geez, um... Be a bit harsh to drop him, wouldn't it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird how the wheel turns. It, it really is. is. There we go. It's, um, it's, but good, good week of footy. I and mean, like, enjoyed it. The best thing about this season, though, mate, again, is that, you know, you got to write a ladder article today, right? And, and, there, and there's, there's intrigue. We don't but know what's going to happen. Intrigue. We don't. Yeah. And every week now, I'm looking at games and going, gee, I'm looking forward to that. And that wasn't yeah. there much the last two years. But, I'm looking like even though it, it this, doesn't shouldn't be that good. I'm looking forward to the dragons mainly this yeah, week. Yeah, well, really stuff, it could define the ladder. Well, that's why the there's like the um like I know we I think we said we we're going to go to the pub on Friday night and watch the footy. And on paper, the games don't look that good. But when you factor in what's on the line in yes. in, in both games, it's it's eels, it's um it's dragons mainly, and then the, the I mean the knights whatever. But the roosters, I mean the knights have got a couple of wins over the roosters in recent years. Um. I mean, they're they're probably going to get pumped, but that's a big game for the Roosters as well. So, like, a lot on the line. And then you look at you look at you look at Friday, you look at Saturday Raiders, yeah. a lot on the line. Obviously, Eels Broncos has massive. Five of the first six games have must wins in them for the teams there. Like yeah. the, for the Thursday night, both those teams is a must win. Uh, and Panthers Sharks win. is not really high stakes for it's either insane. team, but that's it's not first, a must first, win. second, and it's first be third. Sorry, and it's going to be great. Yeah, and but it's South, like, South Storm yeah. as well. That's massive as well. Like it's really South just the must win. Raiders uh, must win. Roosters su- must win. Su- Sunday, take take Sunday, take the missus to the movies or something. You, you probably don't need yeah. to watch watch the footy on Sunday. But yeah, I think the, the Bulldogs <laughs> might, might run a score up. No, which be I think they will. But, uh, 
Uh, and then Sunday afternoon, man, yeah, Cowboys might win by 60 again. They've got all the boys back on deck. So I'm, I'm pumped. It's going to be an enthralling but Yeah, that's week it. And we have that now. Every week now you look through them and it, and it might mm-hmm. take more shape this week. But, you know, ne- even next Thursday, it's, Manly, it's Manly versus Roosters massive, at massive Brookie. Sharks-South. Sharks, if, if Souths win this week, that Sharks-South game is suddenly a top four shootout. Like, that's gigantic. Yeah. Uh, Eels-Panthers. Then- Eels, Panthers. Um, exactly. It's just it's yeah. it's filling up quite well. Obviously, given they put the draw together, they didn't expect these type of things. They didn't expect no. those games to matter. They didn't expect Manly to be dragging some ma- excuse me to matter, did they? But it's going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, what stupid city are we taking the Warriors to in three weeks' time? I wonder. It's definitely not in Sydney. <laughs> it never fucking is. But oh well, I'll look at no, it. No, you know, you, no, I know you're going to Sunshine Coast, which is are like, we? What? Yeah. What? Oh, I hate this team. <laughs> it's like, well, fucking hell. At least we don't take the Cowboys to fucking Cairns anymore. That was funny as shit. <laughs> oh my take God. Take all the English boys it. and get them baked in Cairns. <laughs> yeah. So we got four Burgess brothers. And what we're going to do is we're going to take them to the hottest place on earth. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. It's Sunshine Coast Stadium. Fucking great job, boys. Jesus Christ. Why not? Although we do have a lot of fans up there, I think. So it doesn't matter. Um, anyway, I, I think, um, yeah. If, I mean, I'll put you on the spot right now. I think. Yeah, uh, you've got a. Uh, are we both assuming that Penrith Cowboys Sharks are locked into the top four? Are we both assuming. Are we both accepting that as a jumping? I think off the point? Sharks can fall out, but I don't think. But you would. would you would put them in. So I'm going to yeah. say fourth right now, South Sydney Rabbitohs, and I'm going to say eighth Manly. And you know, assuming Brisbane Parramatta and and um uh, the Storm are the other final teams. I'm going to say fourth. I want to say Brisbane, but I don't. I, don't think it's going I to just happen. said South. Just say Brisbane. What are they going to do? Put us in podcast and then, exactly. And then the last, again, I think Manly as well. But it feels really weird for the Chooks not to make it. But have you factored in how funny it will be? It would be funny. But you just saw, again, I've just seen how the Manly are playing and how this Roosters now playing at the moment the last two weeks too. It just yeah. like, dude, Robbo, you should have had your head out your ass earlier and move Sam Walker. Hey, my God. But, but, you know, like, a couple more injuries, running out of players. Yeah, but you just, Kevin Naguama is suddenly a factor. <laughs> there he is. Um, and they again have to play you guys in the last round. They play the Storm. They play the Cowboys. They play us. And they play Manly. It's like they can't afford to lose three three of those. They, they, like three they games are out. They have to beat the Knights this week. They absolutely have to. They I have think. to. Yeah, they will beat them, I think. But next week, it's like next week is, is really important for them. Really important against Manly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if they can do it. So should we? Should we go? No, uh, so should I go away. to Brookvale so on a Thursday? No, yeah, it's so far away. <laughs> I regret it even asking. It's so yeah, far away. I, I used to go to Brookie for Broncos Manly, and mm. even in terms of Northern Beaches stuff, like it's just impossible to get to, mate. Brookie, it is. You get that bus that like, drops you off at the Ringer Ball and walk up. Yeah, and if you drive, it's like there's like they have oh, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, forget about it. it. I used to. Like back in my early twenties, I occasionally pick up mm. some like venue event work. I'd occasionally work the manly the manly games, and honestly, getting there like three hours before kickoff, you'd sometimes struggle to park on the street next to it, like the, in the parking streets around it. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Might go to uh, might go to Rabbitohs Panthers on a Thursday in a couple of weeks. That'll be fun. Mate, well, I've got two weeks in a row: Broncos Thursday in Sydney, which is um, sorry, That's, not two weeks. What in a row. Treat. I have the, What's the next the one after Eels? Oh, for so, no, no, not two weeks. So next week it's Manly, but the week after we play the Roosters at the SCG oh. on the last SCG game. If, if I'm not working, I'll come and death ride the Roosters. I'll be, yeah, I'll be there as well. But it's fourth of August. Just been, uh, why is that date relevant? 
Know, it's been a long slog, mate, since I've had a lot of Broncos games in Sydney. And I know people would be pouring one out for me, but I've I've missed going to them. And I'm bloody tracking oh, the Parramatta on Thursday just to so, go see them. Sunday Sunday was the first um Sunday was the first game I've been to with Pop this year. So I'm gonna got my 06 vibes hoodie. You'll have yours. Oh, it looks dope. <laughs> they look great. They actually have looked they, really good. Again, I can't wait to wear it. Yeah. Dash, uh, Whatever, scrubbingmerch.com and you find them there. Code yeah. 06 vibes. And as always, if you have shirt ideas that you want, let us know. We can get them done. Yeah. So, yeah, quite a few of the Broncos lads have got them. And honestly, these, because again, we didn't, I didn't know. I was shocked when you sent me, when you sent me a photo, I was shocked at how good they look. They're, they're really good quality. I, I was surprised when it turned up too. And then when I ordered it, I ordered the other guys ordered a bit faster than me. Like I ordered it like three weeks ago. And when I ordered it, it told me it'd be in Australia six weeks or so. Mm. I got, I got it last week. It was great. It turned up on Sunday morning, actually, after the game. And I went, I had to go help my mum move. It was like, <laughs> I'm about to leave the house. And the, the jersey turned up. It was great. Sorry, yeah. the, the hoodie turned up. Yeah. Whack that um, on. But yeah. And uh, if you are a member of our Patreon, you get a discount on your merchandise purchases as well. So if you want to do that, go to patreon.com forward slash NRL Boom Rookies. You'll get that as well as access to our Discord server, Engine the next year's Culture and Cup, our priority at question time, and the ability to nominate and vote for rookie takes. So lots of reasons to do so. And it, it, aside from that, you're supporting the boys. You're coming in here every week, podcasting. Mm. Yeah. Giving you free entertainment. Well, it's not free if you pay for it, but giving you entertainment for a low, low price. Yeah. Can't ask for, for a lot of price. After, you, you see know, how expensive it, Holy Moly is? That's that's a lot of money. Why don't you try an hour and a half? Could, yeah. You can just try and claim it on a tax. Yeah. See, see what happens. See, call them out. Say it's um charity. Yeah. We've got an yeah. illiterate and his handler. So there you go. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. And a shout out to the people in the top two tiers on our Patreon subscription service. They are. Bronco from birth, Chris Avnell, Dave, Rocky and Rafi, Stu, Wayne Ritchie, Anthony Anger, Butsy, Cam Beswick, Dan Cullinane, Doc Hogg, an anonymous backer, Frankie, Jace Felix Farmworth, James K, Jason, Jez, Joel Wrigley, Joey Gooch, Josh Brandon, Kick Souths out of the comp, Lachlan Hancock, Leon, Lifelong Dolphins fan, Luke Ferguson, Matty Jenkins, Matthew Duggan, Michael Murray, Morgan Watkins. My arms, they go a flip-flop, flip-flop, flip. Never trendy. Party keg. Pete Fulcher, Razor, Reese Brown, Rowan Edwards, Roxanne Clark, Schneider Pills score, Seymour Butts, Shunter, Stephen Hickey, Stone Gossard, Swarzy, Ty, TB, the Black Vegetable, the Not Cemetery Student, Thor Laycock, Tom Hardy, and Was. Thank you so much for your support to everyone in lower tiers and everyone who just listens. Thank you as well. So shout out to our man. My ding dong is hard. He's gone with my arms. They go a flip, flop, flip, flop, flip. There you go. Yeah. Uh, do your arms go a flip, flop, flip, flop, flip? Sure. Okay. Well, <laughs> and uh, thank you to Shanta for changing his name back from Intercept to Crichton after one week. The joke was done. Some Big people haven't coward. got that message. Dean. Joke was done. Dean. Yeah. yeah. Run it into the ground like the Roosters' finals hopes. Boom. I'm pleased with that. Let's end on that. That's uh, it for yeah. me. Doing it. Just, <laughs> doing, doing Play it me out. Play up. me out. Let's wrap it up. All right. We'll be back later in the week with question time. Say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, Mitchell. And it's goodbye from me.